Hello and welcome to episode 38 of the Comedian's Tea Party with Cy Deeds. And this week my guest is Julian Dean. Absolutely wonderful, extremely funny man. It's a lovely chat. We have a great time, a really fun time. And we cover a, a lot of things. We talk about why I don't like coffee. You do find out his pet name for his kids, where he was actually born, which is a surprise to me. Not as much of a surprise though as what he is undertaking in his studies. Very interesting, so check that out. Tells me that he was best friends with a Guinness record-holding drummer, which is pretty exciting. And speaking of records, we also talking about lifting until you bleed from the face. Uh, an odd subject matter, for sure. And will that make you die young? Presumably it will, because you're not supposed to bleed from the face. That is not a natural thing to do. Unless you cut it, which, again, not natural. That is not supposed to be there. Which somehow also manages to lead on to Julian talking about his meal plan ASMR, which is an odd turnabout. But there you go. I I don't know anything about tea. We learn that. And uh, I, I have never professed to. I just, I, I like tea. And uh, until this podcast, I've really only drunk largely normal tea. So... Not this specific podcast, like until I started the Comedian's Tea Party in general. So he asked some questions. I don't know the answers. It happens. It's a learning curve. So it turns out chamomile tea does not have caffeine in it. I'm sure a lot of you probably knew that. I did not. And it turns out that valerian, nothing to do with steel, is actually good for sleeping. And valerian steel, turns out that is from Game of Thrones. So, you know... There's a lot of things wrong and a lot of things we're learning. Now this is this is episode thirty-eight, but I was I was hoping a couple of weeks ago to have, to have started going weekly again with this podcast, but I've had some interesting issues because I tried to record episode thirty-eight with Gray Matthews a couple of weeks ago, who uh, is a, a very good comedian, absolutely lovely guy who did quite well on Britain's Got Talent a couple of years ago. I'm still going to be recording with him, but we need to reschedule because he basically I ended up being his tech support. And then his internet was atrocious. So that was impossible. It just didn't happen. And then last week I tried to record an, another episode with Jordan Gray because I've got her coming back on the episode. And we had an incredible conversation. It was absolutely brilliant. We talked for about two hours. Definitely got at least about an hour and a half's worth of conversation out of it. Like it was it was brilliant. And the, the chat that came up, absolutely amazing. And during the conversation, Skype actually changed the settings on my behalf so it started it did start recording okay and then skype changed the settings and got rid of her side of the conversation so i lost that i had a little breakdown and then i recorded this episode with julian so we got here but yeah i'm missing some episodes so i'm gonna have that conversation with her again because she's up to some absolutely amazing things if you've not looked up what jordan gray is doing go back and listen to the episode with her because my wife still says that it's uh, her favorite episode as does jordan and then find out what she's done since and then when you hear the next conversation i'm going to have with her it'll blow your mind a little bit more because she works harder than anyone i know and yeah incredible so i'll come at you at the end with a couple of plugs and some social media details and that sort of thing but until then, enjoy the podcast.
Hello. Hey, mate. How's it going? Yeah, good, man. How you doing? Yeah, good, man. Cool. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. We've been trying to sort you out for a little while. but uh, I've got my uh, chamomile tea. Oh, lovely. Yeah, I, was, I mean, I was going to ask what you had, but we'll, we'll get to that. Let's you not can ask as if you don't know again in a minute, if I've just spoiled it. <laughs> no, it's, a, <laughs> no, it's not like some kind of magic reveal. It's all good. I've got a better camera, but you don't need a camera really, do you? No, that's fine. No, no, no. Okay, I, cool. I don't have a better camera, but I am getting one. But but you've got a good picture, actually. It's all right in a minute, yeah, but if the light changes at all, then I'll go very blocky. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I did a gig the other day, and for some reason, like, the light was all right. I had a ring light and everything, but it it made my teeth look like they were separated by big black blocks. Like I <laughs> had the dirtiest teeth. <laughs> Like I was two days away from losing half of them. It was quite a strong look. But then, oh, well, when, because we did the Outside the Box gig the other week. And yeah, yeah. I was trying a thing uh, like called Droidcam, which several people had told me was amazing. And you can use the camera on your phone. And I set it all up and it looks great. And then as soon as my set started, the camera just started going, like it was the laggiest thing I've ever seen. It's got to go through an app, I guess, isn't it, and stuff. Yeah, and it's like connecting via Wi-Fi because it wouldn't connect via USB. So, yeah, it just ended up, it was basically. I've just got this one. It's a Logitech. I forget the name of it. Like, it's a Logitech. Oh, yeah, the C920. That's... It might be that one, yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's that pretty good. That's the one I'm about to get. Yeah, I mean, it's very good and so simple. You literally just plug it in, as you know. When it's a bit, when it's not well lit, though, it's not great when there's low light. But I've got a light up here anyway, like, oh, okay. so I've got, like, one of them square ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pre- it's pretty good. That's only about 60 quid. Yeah, yeah, that does look very effective. I I just got, I've got, I picked up, like, a cheap ring light for, like, 15 quid. And all, all I see, like, I need to get another one so that I can get one from either side because yeah. uh, all I get is the ring on my glasses. Yeah, that's the only thing when you've got glasses on. I found that. But I need glasses on when I'm doing a gig because I've got notes on the screens oh, a lot yeah, of the yeah. time. I, uh, um, I've been bulldog clipping my notepad to the front of my laptop. Yeah, it's so, a good idea, isn't it? Yeah. Got an auto cue. I mean, it's yeah. like <laughs> it's half the thing with me when doing new stuff is like not remembering it or going to notes on stage and it's so clunky. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's because it's weird. This, so this podcast, do you want to like, do I need to know anything? Oh no, not really. No, it's just a it's just a general chat. Oh, cool. And we talk about the tea, do we? Uh, it will come up. Yeah, it's a uh, okay. The, cool. the premise is that it's just a, a nice chat over a cup of tea. So yeah, we're just nice. drink, drinking tea and having a chat. Uh, Let's do it's, it. it started. I should point that out. It started. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been oh great. I didn't know it started. Sorry. <laughs> <That's what? laughs> I'm, I'm like, before we start, then, do you need to let me know anything? <laughs> no, we're 40 minutes in. We're just rounding it up. <laughs> yeah, we're quite near the end. I've got a um, chamomile tea, mate. It was okay. only when you said get a tea, because I normally do a a few coffees in the morning. Yeah. But having a chamomile tea, it's nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't drink coffee. And obviously, this is what? the... This is, I don't like it. How come? I just, I, it tastes awful. Oh, okay. You don't like the awful taste of it? No, no, no. no. It really puts me off. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have had, someone made me like a sorted caramel latte once, and that was all right. But it was such a lot of work to do, whereas like I've got a herbal tea here, and I just pour hot water in that, and I'm done. 
Yeah, there's no kick with it. I do like, I'm going to try and have one now every day. Um, Thanks for this podcast. I just feel it takes a little bit of discipline to have a herbal tea when I could have a coffee that's going to kick me in the face. Yeah. I quite quite want that kick. I mean, uh, do you know Abigail Ashmon? Yeah. Yeah. So she came and did this podcast. And so normally, like, I'll carry this massive box around full of tea that I get sent from, like, I've got some from Twinings and Tea Pigs at the minute. And so normally I'll carry that box around and then offer the tea out. And uh, I had I went around to her flat and she was telling me about this tea that she got from America. And she was about to go to America and brought it back and gave me a box at a gig. And it's this, what's it called? Celestial Seasonings. Just It's basically a black tea with caffeine and energising mate is how it describes it. She warned me not to have one past 1pm because I had it on a podcast with uh, Kieran Boyd and I changed colour. <laughs> <laughs> The energy levels were uh, shocking. What is that? What is that energizing mate or something? I think it's like crack or something. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's like some kind of leaf. It's thing, distilled but... COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Turns out if you squash all the COVID down and put it in a cup, it's uh, it's really good for you actually. Yeah, it really wakes you up. <laughs> yeah. Have you had a jab yet? I had it a few weeks ago. Yeah, I, I've got asthma, but it's. I didn't think that I'd, I, I think it's the area I'm in. It was really rife here. Right. COVID people were, people were dropping like flies. <laughs> it was just like people in the street, Lanana really. But yeah, it was quite a high area for COVID. Yeah. Um, South East London, like the hospital was two weeks from being overrun and stuff. It was oh, scary. Wow. So that might've been why I got it as well as uh, asthma, obviously. Yeah. I've never thought my asthma severe enough to, push in front of people with a jab i felt a little bit guilty yeah but it only took literally i drove there and there wasn't even a queue i went straight in had the jab they said wait half an hour in the waiting room i did and i just went yeah and that was it i was it just in and out so it wasn't like i took up too much time yeah very i'm justifying it very gallant of you yeah i'm I'm like a yeah i'm very gallant (laughs) you're an everyday hero (laughs) i mean every day i'm one yeah 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 yeah, no, it's, I've I've not had it yet. But then where where I go, there's a lot lot of old people live uh, live in that area. So oh really? Yeah, they're getting it. First. Is that why you go there? Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I've got a, it's uh... peaceful, isn't it? Like get a <laughs> cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of tea and uh, and just racism all over the place. It's lovely, isn't it? It's yeah, like, yeah. I miss it's, it. It's nice. <laughs> it's very traditional. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a man of tradition. No. Yeah. But yeah, how come there's a lot of old people there? Where is it? What what area? It's, uh, well, it's near South End, but it's just it's like a little town, sort of out the way a bit. Leon C, by any chance? It's though. not Leon C. No, it's uh, oh. out the way, the other direction, same distance. But I don't know why I'm trying to get your actual name of your road. <laughs> <laughs> I don't live there anymore. I'm in Shrewsbury now. Oh, Shrewsbury? No, Sh- no, not Shrew- Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury S. Oh, where's that? The it's near South End. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Do you remember where you did that gig for Ross McGrain in the uh, yeah in the, in the pub hotel? downstairs? Yeah, in the what the underground one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm like a. That was a tough gig, wasn't it? I uh, was it. Uh, I wasn't there for that. Oh no, I did great. Uh... <laughs> I uh, no. I doubled. I du- I doubled that gig up with Covent Garden Comedy Club. Yeah, that's not near. No, it's in a different <laughs> part of England. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I opened Covent Garden Comedy Club, took my car there, and which is underneath Charing Cross Station. Right. 
and I drove from there all the way to South End in a mad, frenzied panic. And I was definitely late, and they delayed it back and stuff. And yeah, but Ross runs some lovely gigs. He does, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was the I've only done that one once. Basically, the the night before we went into lockdown again in December, he like as soon as he heard that it was happening, he got on the phone to them and was like, "Right, I've got a gig in a couple of weeks with you guys. Let's can we do it tonight?" And they went, "Uh, yeah, okay." So we just got a bunch of us down and had a gig, and it was really lovely. Considering it was basically a Christmas gig, and it was the I think it was the owner's wife's birthday and she was like twatted. Ah. Uh, but it's really nice. Well, that was, you mean, just before last Christmas, as in yeah. just before this lockdown three? Yeah, like a few months ago. So was this, so when was lockdown two? Uh, it feels like a bit surreal, that gap before lockdowns. I've, like we were out. Yeah. I was in like Soho and stuff, <laughs> packed out. Yeah, yeah, It just yeah. seems like, was that a dream or what? I mean, it, May have been. I don't think I went out. I went to like a a couple of restaurants, but that's about it, really. When they were doing the eat out to help out thing. No, I actually missed that. To help out. The only thing we helped was COVID. Yeah. (laughs) That was the insane thing about that was they, that was around the time that they were deciding not to give free school meals for kids, even though it worked out that uh, it cost less for a week's worth of free school meals for kids than it did for one day of Eat out to help out. But I think the eat out to help out is more important because restaurants are nice places, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Schools are shitholes. Exactly. Yeah. I never go to schools to eat anyway, so it didn't really affect me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's point. not somewhere I go on a date. Yeah, yeah. That, And if you do, probably need to call into question who you're dating. There's other questions. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Not just what's on the menu. <laughs> I used to like school dinners. I did it in primary school. I like in secondary school was nice because I had like chips, beans, and tomato sauce, and it was quite nice. Yeah. But in primary school, my dinner—I hated it, and did I it? used to get made to eat. I don't know whether I, they thought I was really undernourished or something. <laughs> but yeah. That I had to sit through the whole of my lunch break with two dinner ladies standing in front of me with my plate full up because I, I couldn't—I wouldn't touch it. Really? It's fucking child abuse, isn't it? That's insane. They have guns or something as well. They might as well add. Yeah, Jesus. Cause I used to be really skinny, and like I'm still I'm slim now, but I used to be like really skinny. And I'll never forget on two different parents' evenings at my secondary school that my like reform tutor turned to my parents and was like, "We we think he's anorexic." <laughs> so I'm, not, I'm not I'm just skinny. Mum's like, "Yeah, he, he eats shitloads. Like that's not that's not what this is." It's just skinny. But uh, yeah, they, they really I thought think I was being, I, I was really skinny as well. I was one of them kids. You know, when you breathe in, you could do that thing where you breathe in and like... Yeah, yeah. Put, like your like, rib cage. Yeah, put like, loads of stuff up there. In vacuum your stomach kind yeah. of thing. But I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, kids, are, kids have got so much energy. They're yeah. burning it off constantly. Yeah, bastards. So how long have you been doing the podcast? a little while since uh, 2019 oh okay so before pre, like pre-lockdown yeah, stuff and, that. Pre, and you used what did you, how did you used to do it go around people's houses yeah intrude in their privacy <laughs> yeah my first uh my first With a box ep- of twinings <laughs> yeah. hello sorry i'm here but i've got stuff no the first episode with, uh, was with carl actually oh great yeah in his in his house he's living it up now in melbourne yeah 
Looks like he's having a lovely time. I know. Yeah. All the English comics are just so envious of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you not tempted to go out there? I, I, it's, it hasn't actually crossed my mind. I mean, it would be lovely. I've got commitments in England, though. I mean, some people call them children. Yeah. <laughs> I call them commitments. <laughs> no, I, I would like to go. You can't really just go there for a couple of weeks, though. No. Like, and, you know, to have a few months there, I kind of... I don't know about that. I've got an Aussie passport, though, because I was born there. So oh, really? I could... It's very easy to go there, yeah. Yeah, nice. I just take zero advantage of it, really. Yeah. I will one day yeah, take everyone do. with me, yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. I mean, they've got space to fill, It'll only they? cost about 45 grand a return ticket for all of us. Is that all? Oh, sweet. That's... Yeah, so it's... I know, I might, this might just... I'll get on last minute in a minute, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you know Kelsey D'Almeida? I do. He's out there, isn't he? He looks like he's doing some great gigs. Yeah, he's doing really well. But I've, um, I've read his status the other day and he said he went out there last year for the festival and then got sent into lockdown and now basically just lives there. He's with his partner out there, is he? He is, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's, uh, he's done all right for himself. So his pa- who's Austra- he's not Australian, is he? He's English. No, yeah, his, uh, his partner is, yeah. Oh, she's Australian, okay. Yeah, I think he met her out there. Makes sense now. Ah, okay. He did tell me this. We did a long drive. I forget where to. I think to Hereford and back. Oh, okay. Yeah. What what uh, what gig was in Hereford? It's at the Hereford Courtyard. It's quite a nice gig, actually. Oh, okay. I did a gig in in this lockdown in, I think it was like December, or just when this lockdown happened. Yeah. We had a little lockdown in the middle, didn't we? Is that right? I think, I think the second lockdown that people referred to was... December but like we went into tier three so that was like this is just one long lockdown for all of us yeah so okay so this is I don't know why this is lockdown three it's really lockdown two isn't it I think so I'm not sure I don't really understand so I'm sure the second one just sort of ended well it didn't really end it just sort of faded away and then like, someone said they're like, making oh, it up as they go along and yeah yeah that's exactly what they're doing though I mean <laughs> They didn't have a plan for it, I guess. No. Well, or, it's weird. Or it's weird rules and stuff, though. There's a lot of inconsistencies and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, one rule for one as well. That's uh, a big gripe. It's changed today, though. Now outside swimming pools are open, so I might. I mean, I've been looking forward to that, and then I probably won't go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Waiting for the opportunity to stay at home. Exactly. Yeah. Very exciting. I've not minded it, if I'm honest, the whole lockdown thing. I'm getting a bit itchy to get out a little bit, but I don't mind it. I'm ha- I'm happy. Yeah. Like, have you just been gigging or have you been working? Or- um, I've been doing some gigs, yeah. Not as much as when live gigs are there, but I've, I've got one. I did Saturday, I did one. Like, maybe one a week average, maybe. Yeah. Maybe a bit less than that. But you're not, obviously, driving anywhere, so it's quite nice, isn't it? Yeah. Because there's the one part of it where obviously like it's not quite as nice as real gigs, but also uh, when I'm done, like I can just walk two feet and get in bed. I know. So you know, swings. I am. Um, I did do two. I did two days work, like proper job, um, oh. a few weeks ago. My mate is a builder. He's he just runs a few building. What would you call them? Projects, I guess. Yeah. Um, and he. He was just talking and he said he's looking for a labourer for like five days a week for a little while. And I said, I'll do a couple of days for you. And I went down there. I really enjoyed it, weirdly. Yeah, it's quite nice. I used to be a labourer. Yeah. Something really satisfying about it. 
Yeah, when you when I was driving home, I felt like endorphins. I just <laughs> felt like I'd done a proper hard graft day. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. was fucked, and I slept so well. And the next day I went there, and then the next week I was going to do another two, but a gig came up, so I pulled both days' work <laughs> for one but gig. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, so I mean, I couldn't have done one of the days, but I could. I don't know, but it was it was good actually. So I might I might I might give that another go. Yeah, just a regular two days a week for a little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because also, it's like it's like going to the gym. I felt so fucked. Yeah, I yeah. ate better. I was sleeping better. You feel satisfied. Yeah, I've also applied to study as well. Oh, okay. I mean, I know lockdown's going to be over and gigs will be back, but I still have time to study. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I've not applied properly, but I'm talk- I've talked to them about it and they're calling me back this week. Oh, nice. But it seems just really good. So I'll see how it goes. Yeah. What are you going to be studying? Oh, um, law. Oh, a really? degree wow. in law. Yeah. Fucking hell. It's called Law and Criminology. It's on lo- all online. Yeah. But I'll be doing it part time. It's And it's Essex Uni. Oh, okay. So we'll see. Nice, man. But what I'm going to do, because I haven't even got, I haven't got a GCSE or anything, so I've not got the entry requirements. Yeah. But since homeschooling my kids, I quite enjoyed, I mean, I could nail GCSEs. I, like, since studying, I've actually been doing my GCSEs at the same time. Oh, really? So I've been learning in the evening and teaching them in the day or helping them with the maths and stuff like that. You need to know it to yeah. teach you, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't just wing maths. If you're, if you're just thrown this GCSE level maths now without knowing, it's just, you know, it might, might, be another, might as well be another language. Yeah. So I've been learning that in the evening and um, I quite enjoyed the studying of it all. Yeah. And it made me want to do something. So yeah, we'll see. Because I've not got the entry requirements, what I've got to do is a year, a high national diploma for a year and right. then the degree. But it, Doing that takes a year off of the degree anyway. Oh, really? Oh, nice. So it's four years part-time, whatever way you look at it. Nice. So it's a good plan. What do you intend to do with that? Break the law. Yeah. But just smartly. Yeah, yeah. Perfect no, I crime. don't know. Um, I've got a couple of friends who are barristers and solicitors and stuff and talking to them and I really like to do it, if I'm honest, you yeah. know, I really just like the challenge of it. I think because my brain's been so numb in lockdown. Yeah, yeah. I just really want something to get like to just fucking learn and study and yeah. challenging. So cool. we'll see. I didn't expect of all the things that you could have said, I didn't expect you to say law. That's uh, that's cool, man. I was looking at maths, actually, like because I, I really enjoyed Jesus in maths. And I started to get a <laughs> butt when I when I started to nail it i'm like oh i'm really good at maths yeah and then i started to look at a level maths i'm like okay then degree maths and i started to google phd in maths <laughs> and i'm like okay fucking chill out mate <laughs> yeah. like I'm, I'm i'm okay at gcse maths but yeah. phd is just next level isn't it it's like yeah that's uh, there's no way i've just i think you're, you're born with numbers. that brain yeah yeah that would be I mean, what did be you cool study in, in uni and stuff i didn't go to uni I did ah. go to a specialist music college, though. Oh, uh, okay. So I've got a advanced diploma in playing drums. Really? Yeah. That's fucking awesome, man. Yeah, it's pretty cool, but I uh, can't do a lot with it. Well, you can play drums, I Well, bet. yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, there is that. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a good... Um, I, I thought about playing drums over the years. Yeah. Getting some lessons and stuff. It's a hard thing to practice at home, though, isn't it? 
It is, yeah. There's like there's been a lot of advancements in electronic kits in the last few years. So a lot of the stuff that's sort of really accessible now is actually quite good. So that's that's good. Uh, um, Al Murray was on our podcast TVI um, with Carl Donnelly, and he he's he's learning drums. He already plays drums. He a, it was that. Yeah, I should have been listening. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he owns a yeah, drum. Yeah, he company. plays drums. He yeah he play he had a big drum kit behind him and stuff yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no he's in a band he called... already play no yeah. I know he plays drum but he's getting really good is am I if I got that all wrong uh, he's excellent at drumming basically yeah. he's he's been putting out singles and music and stuff yeah, with his daughter he's in a band called the Fat Cops that's it yeah yeah but he owns a drum company I saw uh, before so I used to work in a music shop before lockdown and then was made redundant whereabouts in Southend. Okay. So basically, Al Murray's got stakes in... I can't believe I don't know anything about Al Murray's drumming. <laughs> I did a whole podcast. Yeah. He yeah he owns a, a company called British Drum Company. And like, it's all... I know a shitload about how their drums are made. I'm real... You know what it was? I just got to justify that. We spoke about drummers for most of it. Oh, okay. Other drummers. He wasn't speaking about his drumming that much. Yeah. Like all his favourite drummers and all the stories about drummers and stuff. It was It was interesting. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I want to get more drummers on this podcast, actually, because obviously I've got sort of a middle ground of them. But I tried to, uh, I, I sent Al an email. I haven't got a direct contact with him. He hasn't replied. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I'm sure he will. His drum company make my favourite snare, and I, I really want it. That's not an interesting thing. I just... Uh... <laughs> Why? What's so good about the snare, then? It just sounds incredible, plays really well. So a snare is the drum that's right in front of you on a kit, yeah? That's it, yeah. And it's got wires on the bottom, which are called snare wires. And they <laughs> rattle, which is what makes it cut through like all the other drums. My friend who I went to primary school with, he was my best mate in primary school for the whole of it. He, he, I went round his house once, we were about six or seven years old. And he said, oh, I play drums. And I went in and he had a drum room Nice. when he was that age, right? And... I said, go and shout a bit then. I swear to God, he blew my fucking mind. Yeah. He was incredible. He'd been playing since he was two. Wow. And he's a professional drummer now. Reese Bridges, I don't know if you... I know the name. He played for like M people and stuff. Yeah. But he, he was always just amazing on drums. And he, he's in the Guinness Book of Records for like the something, the fastest something, I think. Oh, uh, really? On drums. Yeah, but he was well good, man. Oh, nice. Are you still in contact with him now? I'm not. Nah, I mean, he's on my Facebook. I haven't spoken to him since I was about um, 15, probably. Right. Yeah, that does happen with school friends. Yeah, but it's nice to see people doing well, though. And like, you know, he's oh, absolutely. good. Yeah, nice. Because I, 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 that was always his passion. You know, none of his other mates really were into it. That was just his thing. He just loved it. And it's good to see he made a, like, a career out of it. Yeah. Yeah, that is cool. It's quite an athletic thing, isn't it, drumming? Certainly is, yeah. Yeah, but then it's quite funny because uh, you, you you think that and there's a lot of drummers that are sort of really in shape. But if you look at like the old heavy metal drummers, like Bill Ward from Black Sabbath, for instance, was always just a, a big round fella. Well, that's it. yeah, but he's obviously strong though. It's like powerlifters aren't ripped like bodybuilders. No, They're true. stocky. Some of them are. Sm you wouldn't think they could lift more weight than a massive, hefty guy next to them. But yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of it, a lot of strength is like ligaments and bone density, and obviously muscle. But yeah, the strongest powerlifters in like some of them aren't that 
as like they look like fat you know yeah. what i mean yeah 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 it's like um uh what's his name eddie uh hall yeah the uh, i mean the he's an athletic guy as well as being like a strong man he was like uh an olympic or like a teenager like olympic level swimmer and stuff was he really yeah, he was really. You see him swim now, just this massive whale, yeah, yeah just yeah. chopping through the water doing butterfly. <laughs> I mean, he probably weighs 350 pounds or something, doesn't he? Uh, po- quite possibly, yeah, probably. But he's lost loads of it as well because he's have you seen fighting this? Thor, isn't he? Yeah, which is yeah. insane. Did you see the video that came out the other day of his training? Like, his cut is unreal. He looks ripped like a bodybuilder, does yeah, he yeah, now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he seems like a guy that would, you know, put, I mean, to, to, to be the world's strongest man. I mean, he did half, he, I think he did 500 kilo deadlift, the Jesus. first ever. I think that's half a ton, it, isn't it? It did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I watched that video, actually. And he bled from his nose. Yeah. Which apparently is like. <laughs> it's not a great sign. No, you see that? It's just like, oh, I lifted a real heavy weight. Yeah, but like you're bleeding from your face. That's not. Your body's saying, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. And then your blood pressure—that's what it's got to be, isn't it? All the blood pressure gets so much. Yeah, and apparently uh, something to do with adrenaline as well. It, it just yeah builds the blood pressure up and just—it's got to come out somewhere. I would imagine people who do that probably it takes years off of them. Oh, I should think so. Yeah. Also, the amount of calories they eat. Apparently, like Olympians die younger than the average people. Do they? That's what I've heard, and I and I always say that, so I should look into that. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know where I heard it. <laughs> yeah, on but the back of a somebody penguin. said that it's because of the amount of calories they have. Yeah, that makes sense. Because obviously they're burning them off, but they're having like you know ten thousand calories a day and stuff. Jesus. Yeah, because they've got to maintain their sort of muscle mass. But... Calories are energy, aren't they? And they just need it. Yeah. Yeah. Like people in the like Antarctic in the cold weather need to eat like however many thousand calories a day because they're shivering like that it burns it off so quickly right wow it's interesting isn't it yeah I love that sort of thing uh, I don't know enough about it really I've, I've spelt facts all day but chances are a lot of them I quite true. like watching the strong men and bodybuilders do their meal plans I don't know why I just find it really satisfying it's kind of like very OCD. Yeah. But they like they do their eight meals a day, but they package it. And they're so precise with what they eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that it's just, I quite like watching it. It do cost why. a fortune. <laughs> I find it relaxing. <laughs> yeah. A friend of mine was training to, well, no, I think she still is, but uh, like training to be a bodybuilder. And she does competitions oh, wow. and stuff. But she was, basically, she was in the uh, the gym one day and a guy turned around and was like, do you want me to train you? And he was like hench. He was massive. And she was like, oh, yeah, I'll probably need something. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'll compete for Mr. Universe. She's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, he <laughs> he is, is yeah. he? I think he was Mr. Great Britain at some point. Oh, okay. Like, he was just... My PT at the gym, not Mr. Universe, but he competed for like a British thing. Yes, yeah, so that might have been that as well. I mean, he's he knows his stuff. Yeah. You got to, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like his part of his thing was he'd go to bed with like a, a, a chicken in the oven and then he'd wake up in the middle of the night and eat a chicken. Yeah, because protein, like they need it every because your body can only take 30 grams of protein. I I was watching and 
at a time. So you need, really? say you need like 150 grams a day. You can only process, synthesize like 30 grams a time. So every four hours you need protein. Right. So that's why they do that. Yeah. Like they eat every three hours, two yeah. hours, even some of them, like nine meals a day and stuff. Yeah. And there's a lot of steroids and things like Mr. Universe level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. interesting, isn't it? It is interesting. Yeah. But I'm, you know, I'm in shape. I could, I would not, not shape, shape, but you know, I'm, I'm fit. Would you bench, man? Oh, oh, uh, like a bag of sugar. Oh, that's good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe two. I don't want Have to you been working out at home and stuff? No. Well, I've been working at Screwfix. Which is just basically oh, wow. walking around. I went all day. there yesterday. Did you? It was closed, mate. Yeah. What time did you go? About four p.m. But it's seven days a week. Maybe they close early on a Sunday. They, they close at four on Sundays. Ah, there we go. Because when I pulled up in my car, the shutter was up. I got out of my car, walked over to it, and it was shutter was down. So that makes perfect sense yeah. now. I needed some sandpaper. Do they sell sandpaper there? They do. Yeah. I wanted to rub down a desk and paint it, mate. Oh, well, there you go. You can do it, but uh, during opening hours. Oh, okay. So I, can I just go in and buy it like a normal human being like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I might do that. Yeah. Staff discount? Uh, I mean, you probably won't be able to use mine. Oh. Yeah, sorry about Let's that. Let's wrap this up now then, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> it's the only reason you're here. I didn't I've even done know, my research. Just, yeah, it was great foresight, man. Good, fair play. <laughs> this chamomile tea is great, by the way. This, I just dug when you said it's tea. I was like, "Can I yeah. have a coffee?" But and then I found a chamomile tea bag and made it. It's so easy to make, and it's actually really refreshing and puts you on a better vibe than for for harsh coffees in the morning, doesn't it? Yeah. Because I think there's various teas that are they're naturally like uncaffeinated. Uh, I think chamomile has got caffeine in it, so you still get a, a little a little boost, but it's a bit more of a sort of a natural rather than a kick up the arse. It's like a gentle. It has fuck. caffeine in it, does it? I didn't know that. I think so. I could be wrong. I mean, I should know that. This is people come to me and they're like, "Oh, expert. you know a lot about tea," and uh, I'm not. I'm not a tea expert. I just like tea. And I wanted a, an angle to get sent free tea. Do you ever have just like a proper builder's tea, like little bit of milk, sugar, so it's like dark brown, one of them ones? Uh, I don't have sugar, but uh, I do. I do drink a lot of tea. What, with milk and tea bag and stuff? Like PG, uh, yeah. kind of normal tea? Yeah, yeah. But you so, also well, like the herbal and fruit ones as well? Yeah, well, that's what I get sent, and I thought it'd be really interesting to, because I like I, I never really drank sort of herbal teas or anything much before this podcast, and I thought I, I wanted to get into it, so I thought an interesting way would be to write to some companies and say, send me some tea, and I'll talk about it on the podcast. And this one, I I keep drinking this one; it's really really nice. It's Twining's Glow. Okay. And I've I've gone back to it several times because they sent me a whole box. What's in but, it? Uh, right, that is why I kept that packet. Hang on. I'd have thought you'd had this all memorised. I think you're really overestimating how much work I do for this podcast. <laughs> I, I, what I nearly, what I found, I've got a few Valerian teas, but I didn't want, I think they're before bed teas, aren't they? Like they make you a bit drowsy today. Is that right? I don't know why I'm asking know. a non-expert tea person. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're asking an enthusiast, not an expert. Okay. So uh, is Valerian straw- for sleeping? Do you know that? 
I don't know. All I've got in my mind at the minute is Valerian Steel. Oh, okay. Is, uh, I'm asking yeah. the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know about computer games and folklore. Uh, it's just got strawberry and cucumber with green tea and aloe vera. Green tea's got a bit of caffeine in it, apparently. It has, yeah. And uh, uh, chamomile doesn't have caffeine. I didn't think so, but I didn't want to call you out on that. Yeah, well, you you would have been right too. I mean, I think it's very obvious that it doesn't have caffeine, but that's me. Yeah, some of them do. I don't I don't know which ones do. And now I know chamomile does not. Well, that makes sense because people drink chamomile to go to sleep, to relax. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because I, I struggle with sleep. I've been all right lately, actually. I've been having like a little sleep aid tablet, which isn't like a pharmaceutical, you just buy it in a chemist. Yeah. But also this spray that I spray in my mouth. and But I've also got a vitamin spray, like a B12 and a vitamin C that I spray in the morning. But I was so tired the other morning. I had to take, like, I had to drive down to my daughter and take her to school and I was so tired. And I accidentally sprayed the sleep one in my mouth <laughs> just to make me extra tired. <laughs> Oh dear. So I was a bit worried about having the Valerian like in the morning. Yeah. You've got shit to do, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean I could look it up, but I've already uh, I've already looked up the chamomile, I've done my Yeah, yeah, you've done that, man. That's enough. Done what are you Google. gonna do? A degree in it, you know what I mean? <laughs> what am I at open university? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Russ McGrain's studying at the minute. He uh, soon oh, really? started yeah, he, he started studying graphic design. Oh, cool! So like, that's what I was. It, that's what I had in mind when you said you were studying. I was like, I've, I assumed something creative, but uh, yeah, law. Well, I, I I thought about. I mean, I looked at creative writing courses, but I don't know if I want to listen to some shooter yeah. talk about it. You know what I mean? I don't know, but I just thought, you know, something like maths is just logic, isn't it? Is it? You know, there's one. Yeah. Like. I don't know. It's just it's just quite something quite pure about it. Um, English, I'd like, or history, or something like that. But I don't know. I just thought I thought of law a while ago. So it was quite a challenging one as well. Yeah. An interest. I think I'd be, I'd be interested in certain parts of it as well. It's handy anyway to have, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. There's. I mean, there's always when uh, I next get arrested. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. To quote the. Quote your law books back at him. Exactly. Yeah, you probably know more about law than the police do at that point. I don't, I mean, they don't study law, which is weird. I mean, it's probably good because there'd be about 10 policemen in London, but (laughs) it's weird how they don't even, I mean, they must study it a bit. They've got, they know the outline. They know that if I killed someone, that's illegal. Yeah. I think it's weird how they don't study law, yet yet they're around like policing it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, they'd probably what would they do? Just Google it on their phone. Yeah, while someone's getting fucking yeah. grievous bodily harmed in a road rage accident, they're just. Yeah. Is it it's illegal right to pull over and s- s- put a hammer in someone's knee? <laughs> Again, I think most people know that that's not okay. It concerns me that you think that that's not common knowledge. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's a crime of passion though? Oh, good question. That is a thing, apparently. It is a thing. I think it's still illegal. I was very it's passionate when I sold that cocaine. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, is there yeah. a loophole? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I did sell a lot of cocaine, but it was to buy flowers for my girlfriend. So. Yeah. Yeah. Acquitted. Crime of passion. I think, no, I think crimes of passion are still crimes. It's in the uh, in the title. Ah, okay. <laughs> but I thought that, I thought you get 
off on it if it's pa- if you're passionate about your crime, <laughs> but your criminal life. Yeah, he's not just doing this for the money, all right. Yeah. He's doing it because he's passionate about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get doing a, hit, a cat burglary in the night. Man it's just the... his thing. He just loves it. Yeah, gets a real it's kick. It's the out adrenaline. Yeah, sometimes he does it pro bono. Exactly, just for the love. I definitely need to learn what pro bono means, by the way. I've heard that a few times lately. Yeah. That means I'll have a guess, right? Go on. As, so if I worked pro bono, you get paid for the work that you do, and then you work whenever. No, that oh. is, that's been kept on a retainer, I think, is what you're referring to. It's because they retain okay. your business, as it were. What's pro bono again? That's where you do it for free. Again, like I ever knew. Yeah. I think I think that's what it is anyway. Like I'm saying this as a as a non-expert. You'll be able to tell me soon, but I'm pretty Definitely. sure. Definitely. Yeah, I've heard that. It's one of those phrases that I've heard again and again and again and just gone, all oh, right, and just had a general idea what it means. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've got... never heard of furlough before this, had you? Yes, I had, but like because of oh. the army. No, I wasn't in the army, but that's what they, yeah, they have. Um... Just because of them though. Yeah. They... Because they, they had, come round once and told you. did, yeah. It's weird. I didn't invite them, but they brought tea, so I let them in. Come through your windows. Yeah, yeah. Just showing you what furlough means, and then they ducked out. They Friendly rolled guys. out. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, I don't know why they had guns, but there you go. Shot some people on the way out. It's... I think if anyone should have guns, it's the army, isn't it? Yes, yeah. I should think so. I think they should legalise guns in war. I think it, they probably already are quite widely used. Oh, I'll take down that petition email I've been sending out there. <laughs> got 40,000 signatures. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of people don't understand what armies are. No. Yeah. Did you think they were just going in and having verbal arguments with people? I thought it was just a big fist fight. Yeah. They just get lowered into Afghanistan and just fucking start swinging. It's like coming in on a sort of paratrooping... Flying down, swinging already. Yeah, just windmilling <laughs> as they get lowered by the rope. Windmilling. That'd be fun, actually. If there were no guns in the world, if I could push a button and every gun in the world would go. Yeah. I think that'd would that cause what? Would that cause more problems than it would solve? Do you think? Uh, now, so. Would that include like missile launches and that sort of thing? Every single, every single mechanism that's designed for violence like a gun a missile what about everything like a, a catapult catapult everything pea shooter i think you just be, would just be throwing rock like it would go back to like throwing rocks yeah wouldn't I think, it i think there'd be different ways of hurting people i don't think anyone would stop people like hurting people no i suppose yeah. helicopter was just pick up a big boulder from a mountain and just drop it on a village or something yeah or like keep it on a big string and set stuff. fire. It would go back to fire, wouldn't it? It would go back to fire. Well, I think to be honest, like, are you removing anyone's memories of guns? Or because I, mean, I, I think people will probably still. I'm not make a magician. Them. Yeah, you're not a magician. I but mean, you have but just removed. Are we speaking guns. hypothetically? Yeah, very much so. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah. Just remove. Yeah, both the guns gone and every memory of a gun gone would i cause more problems than it would solve i I think people uh, well yeah if memories of guns have gone interesting so like memories of guns have gone but but those people have still got spears and stuff i think people would just pick those up and be like what have we been using <laughs> what have we been doing I, this I whole think, time 
Not used this in ages. I think that I, I mean it would definitely be less deaths in the world. I mean that's obvious, right? But I'd sooner die with a gu- by a gun than a spear, though, wouldn't you? I yeah, it'd be more practical. Couldn't keep a spear. In I mean, wars car. used to be a pain in the ass, like Braveheart days. Low, like big row of horses, big other row, and you've got to carry all that armor on you. That don't seem to work because arrows still killing people. Yeah, but. I wouldn't bother uh, with the armour. Uh, are bows and arrows not a projectile? Are they not an early gun? Yeah, I suppose, but you'd make one. Wouldn't People would make them. Yeah, I mean, like a catapult and trebuchets and that sort of thing, are they gone as well? Well, what i do, the button would enable like us to go back 200 years to those weapons, I guess, is what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So fire, just running around with big sticks with fire on the end. Uh, uh, 200 years ago... Did they, did they still have cannons? I don't know, actually. I've not done my history degree yet. I've not even got a GCSE, mate. You are, yeah. Could you stop with the pressure of these questions? <laughs> uh, well, now, can I ask, why don't you have any GCSEs? I don't know. Okay. I just didn't. Uh, I was a delinquent in school. Right. That's the truth. I and I got that. expelled from that school. Went to like a naughty boy school for my last year, like my GCSE year. And just didn't get around to giving a shit. Yeah, that's fair enough. What did you get in your GCSEs? Oh, nothing outstanding. I got a lot of GCSEs, but all like C's and B's. C's and B's are good though, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. How many did you get at CLB? Like 13. Fucking hell. Yeah. I think I spread, f- spread myself too I didn't thin. even know there was 13 <laughs> things to learn. <laughs> Well, the thing is, I always thought, I thought that was there was a lot. three. It was, a, it was certainly a lot for like when I was at school. And I mean, how many let So there's 13 different subjects. So English literature. Yeah, literature, language. English, language. That's two. And then there's maths and statistics. So and... maths is one and statistics is another one. Yeah. And I would have done... All of the sciences. Yeah, I would have done triple science, but because there were only... Like, I started doing it, and there was, like, only sort of half a classroom of people in my year that were doing triple science, so they got rid of that, and we did double science instead. So I lost one GCSE Which was there. biology and physics. Yeah, you're still doing them all, but you're just getting... Like, you're doing less work for it. That's one subject I, I kind of... I found it hot, like physics. Yeah. And I think that it could be a fascinating subject. Yeah. But the te- I couldn't find any teacher like YouTube video that wasn't so dull. Yeah. It was so dull. There's... They made it so boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, velocity, I, I just couldn't oh, learn yeah. it. There's a lot of people now who, like physicists and stuff, who are making sort of cool YouTube content. Yeah, and they're like, but that's on like the leading edge of physics, I guess, isn't it? When they're going into like string theory and all of that, but yeah. but on the GCSE level, it was just so dull. Yeah, yeah, it's not interesting. Yeah, that's I think that's a problem for me. Like, I'd I'd love to have paid more attention with it, but I just didn't care. I wasn't engaged. I was like, I was that was when I was getting really into music. So uh, that's where all of my interests went. So did you do anything with the music then? Any bands or you could teach, could you teach drums? Yeah, I did. Uh, um... To me for free, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. I did. Screw fix discount. <laughs> I'll get your drums discount and teach you to screw fix. Cool. Yeah. No, I did. I did teach drums for quite a while. I was trying to make my way as a session musician for quite a long time. 
and uh, basically that falling apart is how I ended up starting comedy. So what made you get into comedy then? How did you, how did that start? Uh, well, so I worked in theatre for quite a long time, like quite a big theatre in Southend and we had like loads and loads of comedians come through. Wait, what was the name of the theatre? Um, Chris Pavilion. I think I, I've gigged there a couple of times. Oh yeah? Yeah. Is there a nice fish and chip shop opposite? No, that's a palace theatre. Oh, the palace, sorry, yeah. Yeah, I also work there because uh, it's owned by the same people, so it's the same staff in both theatres. Uh, ah, it was lovely, like old, older kind of theatre. It was nice. I love the smell of it and like backstage and. Yeah. Yeah, that theatre is now 109 years old. Uh, 2012 Bloody was the centenary, hell. so yeah. I have to do a, another podcast in a minute. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll we'll wrap up. Cool. This has been nice, though. Thanks for having oh, me. Oh, yeah, no worries, man. Yeah, just to answer your question quickly. So while I was working in theatre, like, I already liked comedy and I was well into it. But like working in theatre, I saw loads and loads of comedians come through. And I got to a point where I started thinking, oh, I want to give this a go. And, uh, and then, yeah, sort of one thing fell apart and then another thing fell apart in my life. So I thought, well, fuck it. I'll, I'll give it a try. That's good. It's good when things fall apart, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it worked out well in this case, but... And and wh- where did you do your first gig? That was uh, Freedom Fridge at the uh, Torianos, Kentish Town. Oh, I did that, yeah. I did that a few times. Yeah, it's a good gig. It's and, thingy, uh, isn't it? What, what, what's her name? Well, Beck Hill was MC in that night. Oh, I might be... I know the name of it anyway. There was, oh, yeah, no, there were like two other nights that ran there. And that one was... Maybe I did the other night then. Yeah, I didn't do the other night. Sharma. That's right, yeah. Sama, is it? Sama Wolf. Is that right? That's it, yeah, that's it. Yeah, she never booked me. But uh, yeah, it's fine. It doesn't run now. Doesn't bother you now. No, 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 it's fine. I get get paid. Right, I'm just going to ask you a couple of, uh, I call them team urgency questions. Cool. What insect freaks you out the most, and is it because it has so many legs? I, well, I was always all right with insects as a kid. I used to love them. My sister, I used to find it funny, like, scaring my sister with spiders. I mean, she would absolutely lose her mind. <laughs> like, I'd pretend I've got a spider in my hand and throw it at her. I did it to my niece, actually, the other day. There was a daddy long legs down in my kid's house in their bathroom. And I picked it up and I went into Marmalade. That's my niece's name. And she was on the bottom bunk. And I said, you, is this yours? And I put my fist right near her and I opened it. I didn't know she had a phobia and she oh. absolutely lost it. And I was like, and it, it jumped off my hand oh, as well. No. So, I didn't mean it like in a really cruel way. I thought like <laughs> just a silly prank. But um, I'm all right with insects, to be honest. I mean, a giant, a giant like centipede would f- freak me the fuck out, I think. Yeah. Even like a foot long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one of the big sort of jungle ones. I mean, it's just too many legs, isn't it? Like, it is. What? It, doesn't, it, doesn't need, it doesn't need that many legs. No, nothing does. You've got too many legs if you break 10 legs and you're all right. Yeah, yeah, you? you just carry on going. Yeah. Because I was told the other day that apparently like millipedes, they've actually, they're, they're still classed as insects because they've only got six actual legs and the other ones are pods. Yeah. Which is, uh, somehow makes it worse. Oh. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. But spiders I'm all right with. Like I've had to go to my sister's house like at 2am before because there's a sp- giant spider on her ceiling. Yeah. And I know I just had to get out of bed, get in my car, drive to her house. And get it off of her high ceiling. Oh man! 
And I got there and I was like, wow, that is fucking big. <laughs> like at fucking 2 a.m. in the morning once. Yeah. Is that where you go to put like the go to put a bucket over it or something and it takes a bucket from you, throws it at you? <laughs> it runs around with a bucket over its head. <laughs> Jesus. I once I was dismantling a shed with my dad down the end of my parents' garden and he's passing the roofing slats down to me. And as he's passed it to me, like they're coming sort of quite near my face and suddenly I sort of looked down I realised it was a spider, probably just slightly smaller than the size of my face. And I, like it was so big, I got a stick and knocked it off because I had to put other ones like leaning up against it. I didn't want to kill it. So I got a stick and knocked it off and I heard it hit the floor. <laughs> Thud. Yeah, that was real. Yeah, I thought, right, fair enough. I'll leave that alone. <laughs> I'll let that get away. Otherwise, I imagine it just picked the stick up and throw it at me, throw it in my eyes. Just start attacking you. Yeah, should be fair enough. So this is leading on from a conversation I had with uh, Paul Savage the other week where he was talking about a dog. Uh, Well, a woman went onto a a talent show with a dog and the dog was dancing. If you had to dance with any animal, what would it be? A little chimpanzee, or an orangutan, I think. Yeah. Has everyone said that? No, no, that's the first time. And I feel like that's quite a a solid (laughs) answer as well. But that's the first time that's come up. Or a gorilla or a bear. No, I don't like the idea of a dancing bear because they do that. Oh, this yeah. would be perfectly That's quite nice, cruel. wouldn't it? Like, yeah. Well, to be fair, I think it would be it, chained to a lamppost. A, any of those, yeah. Oh, it would be a consensual dance. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I think like an orangutan, to be honest. Yeah, because if I had could pick, had to pick one, I, I think like any of those animals. In fairness, once you dance with them for a, a moment, they they will rip your face off. Oh, okay. I mean, it's still like it's still a wild animal. I know, and. They won't dance, though. I mean, if we're talking reality, they're not even going to dance for a minute. Yeah. Uh, I mean, okay, so... In, Animals in don't minds, dance, do they? They're not keen on it. No. Nah. No. They're a bit awkward, aren't they? <laughs> they are. Sober yeah. dancing. Yeah, that's, yeah. Well, it's... Yeah. Yeah, to be fair, I have danced drunk, but generally I would say that animals dance with a similar vigour to me. I'd love to dance with an orangutan. We'll see if we can make it happen. Can you not make it happen on this podcast? Uh, this isn't Jim Will Fix It. And if it was, then we wouldn't have been allowed to have that conversation about you dating people in schools. You make some other stuff happen. Yeah. I actually wrote to Jim Will Fix It when I was about four or five. Yeah. Probably very bad handwriting. And he didn't get back to me. Yeah. Did you attach a photo? I should have done. Yeah. He definitely would have had you. I know. Yeah. Quite a hot little kid. <laughs> Should we take that bit out? <laughs> I think that's probably just the best place to end it. Really. <laughs> I, right, I have got a follow-up I was question. glad when he... he, he uh, I want to watch that documentary on him that I keep seeing advertised, yeah. but I don't know where to watch it. The Louis Theroux one? No, not that one. The, there's another documentary about Savile that I just see advertised on like YouTube videos and stuff. Oh, okay. Maybe. Probably shows the weird stuff I'm watching. Yeah, yeah. Maybe YouTube? It's not. No, it's on like HBO. How can I even see that? Or Showtime oh, or... don't know. Now TV, maybe? If I had Good to Good idea, yeah. Can someone send me their login details? Yeah. Juliet Dean official Instagram. Thank you. Yeah. Did you say Juliet Dean? I didn't, but I might change it to that. Yeah, I like it. Thank you. <laughs> uh, right. I've, I've got one follow-up question from the last question. Okay. The the About the dancing with a dog. If you If you had to do... Something, any activity with a dog, what would it be? I mean, uh, um, what other than normal stuff? Because I love throwing a, I know it sounds so simple, but I love throwing a ball 
for my dog and him running back. Yeah, that is nice. I really enjoy it. I mean, that is a good I one. I throw it with a ball throw and it's like a rubber one and it goes so far. Yeah. Like, because I've got, a, you know, I've got a lot of power in my throw as well. Mainly it's that. But also it's a rubber, like a big tennis ball size. And it just, and he just runs and runs and runs. And I like it when he's really knackered and you feel like you give him a good workout. Yeah. But what would I do with a dog? I'd like to swim in a swimming pool with a dog. Oh, yeah? I feel like that's, that's quite easily achievable. Yeah. Especially now that, as of today, swimming pools are available to get in. I might do that. Yeah. It's a good Monday afternoon, isn't it? Take my dog <laughs> down the Lido. Yeah. Yeah. Go and jump in a Lido and try not to... I don't know. Do you have Lidos in London? Your voice has gone really robot <clears throat> to me. I don't know if... Oh, that might just be my voice. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Maybe you ch- turned into a cyborg. Yeah. Possibly. Uh, that is... oh, I, can, I can hear it coming through now, actually. I sound like a Dalek. Yeah. I don't think it will come across in your audio, will it? Do I sound okay on your end? Yeah, you sound good. Yeah, that's fine. You're breaking up quite a lot at the moment. I can kind of make out what you're saying. Oh, okay. Right, let's let's should we uh, should we put an end to it there? Let's put a pin in it, man. Yeah. Yeah, cool. That's the totally wrong expression. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's, we'll come back to it later. <laughs> Have you got anything you want to plug? I do a podcast with Carl Donnelly called TVI. So check that out. Um, my Instagram is Julian Dean official. I did the official was like a bit of a joke, but I just leave it like that. <laughs> There's a lot of copiers as well. And yeah, so that's about it. Nice. Cool. I live in Blackheath in London. If anyone was a, <laughs> a chamomile. Yeah. What a lovely invite. And also Valerian steel. Please don't come tea. round. <laughs> yeah. I've they're... got some Valerian steel tea as well from when I'm laboring. Yeah. Nice. Right, cool. Thanks, man. I need to go to the toilet now anyway, which is how most of these podcasts end. Oh, okay. We're ending it because you want to go to the toilet. Yeah, and you've got another podcast to record and I sound like a Dalek. True. Yeah. But thanks for having me, man. And yeah, I'll speak to you soon. Yeah, cool. Thanks for coming on, man. We're going to have a cup of tea. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, in the real world. In the real world, mate. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, man. Take it easy. See you later, mate. Thanks, man. Bye. Bye. So that was Julian Dean. A great chat, indeed. I had a lot of fun. I can't wait to record again with him in person when the internet doesn't drop out and make one of our voices a bit weird. I, I edited it reasonably well, so you can't tell how weird it got, but it did get quite weird. Now, I have started getting some uh, some uh, some support on Kofi, which is absolutely amazing. I've been doing the plugs for a few weeks and I've started to get some support come in, which is absolutely incredible. And it really, really warms my heart. So thank you so much, especially Paul Schienecker, who was the first. And uh, he's a good friend of mine. And, I, you know, I didn't expect him to donate at all, but he really enjoys the podcast and appreciates the work that goes into it. So he donated a little bit of money. Uh, so did a stranger which is also absolutely lovely. And so, yeah, please, if you can. And that's almost paid for the monthly cost of uh, of hosting a podcast. So, like, you know, I'm, I'm almost on the way to breaking even. So if other people enjoy the podcast and appreciate it and are able to donate and would like to, please do go over to uh, ko-fi.com forward slash sideeves at ko-fi.com forward slash sideeves. Chuck us a little bit of money. You could... You could send one single payment of a pound you could set up a monthly payment of a thousand pounds probably don't unless you really really can afford it in which case absolutely do i would 
I would appreciate that. That'd be that'd be quite pleasant. But yeah, anything you can donate would be incredible. Thank you so much. Paul, if you listen to this before I see you again, which I imagine you will because you listen quite regularly, uh, I'll see you on Sunday. We're going kayaking. Now, if you want to go follow Julian Dean, as he said at the end there, that is at Julian Dean Official. So go and find him. Puts out great content. His stories that he does are quite often very funny. So yeah, go and check that out. Don't forget to go and follow at Tea Party Pod. That is the letter T Party Pod on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook.com forward slash Tea Party Pod. That is the Tea Party Pod page. And I'm going to have a website for this very soon where I'm going to hopefully start selling some merch and mugs and I don't know mouse mats or whatever whatever you want to buy from me if you want something in particular like if you want to buy a badge let me know I'll get badges made I'll, I'll look into it I'll, do, I'll, get, I'll get it done but in the meantime don't forget to share this tell all your friends about it because bloody good fun and you enjoy it very much that's what I reckon don't forget to go and check out Julian's podcast Two Vegan Idiots oh, it's not that is it it's TVI now that's what that's where it's come from Two Vegan Idiots with Cole Donnelly Cole Donnelly was on the first episode of this podcast as you may well all know which is a very very good episode I can't wait to get him back on now that I've learnt to edit better and have <laughs> improved my setup so yeah it's all coming up Millhouse so yeah please do continue to get in touch I absolutely love it continue to listen share this with your friends subscribe like all of those sort of things go to the social medias and like those and tell your friends and share those and send me a coin or two on Kofi if you can and in the meantime we're coming out of lockdown it's happening slowly it's happening slowly but this is bank holiday weekend enjoy it go and see your family from a distance in a park and have a lovely cider alongside a lovely tea not at the same time that'd probably be a bit weird maybe a tea is that a thing i doubt it i don't know could it be a thing like alcoholic green tea sounds nice i'd drink it i think look into it someone do the research so until the next episode comes out oh by the way i've got the next two recordings lined up and they are going to be very good indeed i'm very excited for those i don't know if you can hear the music that is playing it's either from my wife downstairs or from my neighbour who has been playing extremely loud music for about three hours. Either way, have a tea, have a cider, have a sit, see your family, see your friends, go kayaking. That's what I'm going to do. I love you guys. Thanks very much for listening. I'll see you soon. Bye.